right, Jabronis, we're back. Welcome back to the LPDS, your one-stop shop for entertainment, lessons learned, and all that other, all that other bullshit I peddle to you each and every goddamn week. Man, Terrence, I apologize. We're six seconds into this thing, and I'm cursing up a storm. Put the kid away. I apologize. It won't happen again. Family show. I got it. Been a bit of a weird week. I don't know. I don't know how many of you pay attention to this stuff like I do, but apparently John McAfee, he's the creator of the McAfee antivirus software that is on pretty much every single computer. Uh, he's He's been hiding from the U.S. government for, for years now, almost decades, I want to say. Um, and he was finally caught in Spain. He was supposed to be extradited back to the United States for tax evasion and some other how you doings? And he apparently died a suicide in his cell, like within the last day or two. Now, this is not terribly big news or like earth shattering or anything like that. Otherwise, but what's interesting here, if you if you want to put on the tinfoil hats a little bit, is that John McAfee put out several tweets prior to this suicide within the last six months to a year, I want to say, even, even sooner, stating specifically, if I die anytime soon and it's ruled to be a suicide, just know that I didn't do it. It was not a suicide. I was murdered. Now, you know my thoughts on the whole Epstein, how you doing, and the tinfoil hat theories there. So this is a little a little interesting kind of a, a rep, repetition, repetitive story, if you will, because it's very similar circumstances. This guy had a lot, a lot of secrets coming from the security scene, the cybersecurity scene, a lot of secrets to share. What those secrets were, we may never know now, but interesting story nonetheless. Far less interesting story, and in fact, potentially a cry for help. I've recently upped my game in the, in the gardening preparation cultivation milieu, if you will. God, you're a loser, Libretti. And I've, I've purchased a UV light specifically for uh, indoor plant growth to, to aid and help in, in, in my tomatoes growing so that I can actually plant them in the ground outside because the, the process has been going slow. They haven't been getting all the natural sunlight they need each day. And, it, you know, instead of having them suffer, I, I took the next step and I got this UV light off of Amazon uh, to give them that extra juice, the extra... UV rays that they need so that they can grow and flourish. Then I can toss them outside in the garden, get some tomatoes out of them, and start making sauce. Now, not for me, but for other people in, in life, potentially in your lives, if they're at the point in their existence where they're living alone and they're buying UV lights to help cultivate their plants 
their new plant pals. That's a cry for help. Not for me. I'm fine. I'm doing just fine. I got the warp pain nicely tucked under the rug where it should be for quite some time now. I'm doing great. Staying busy. Don't worry about me. But if you have other friends doing this sort of thing, or maybe getting a cat or something, start asking questions. Start asking questions. Ask them how they're doing. What are they up to? You want to hang out? Get out of the house. Do something. Get your brain out of that clearly dark place that you're in where you're buying UV lights for your plant pals so that you don't go down the, the, the McAfee-Epstein route. Get yourself suicided. Don't do it. Check up on your friends is what I'm really, what, what I'm really getting at is everybody needs, needs to feel that they have that support in their lives um, and uh, it's not coming from their plants. It's coming from their friends. So reach out to your friends. That being said, let's just get into it. It's late at night again. I worked out. I did squats today. I didn't run, but I did a leg workout in preparation, part of the training uh, to get the muscles ready. So I did squats for the thoughts uh, to get, you know, to continue getting ready for the, for the rent the running, the training, the marathons, the how you doings. Um, so that's an accountability check for you guys in case you're uh, keeping track and ho- trying to hold me accountable. I did do the training today. That being said, let's step into the cage. Okay, let's run. All righty. Today's Into the Cage segment is proudly sponsored by the Heartbreak Heroes. How many times have you been stood up on a date, ghosted by a woman, or dumped by a lover, and felt like an absolute worthless piece of gutter trash, but had nobody to coach your heart back to health? Well, now with the Heartbreak Heroes, you don't have to go through that pain alone anymore. You see, the Heroes assign an individual heartbreak consultant handpicked specifically for you to hype your heart back up and get you back out there on the dating scene ready to be heard again. So to give the Heartbreak Heroes a try today, call 1-800-LOVE-STINKS and use the promo code SIDEBURNSLADY for a free 15-minute first consultation from a hand-picked Heartbreak Hero. I, I think... I think Anthony Rigatoni is a consultant for the Heartbreak Heroes. So if you happen to need it, I know some of you might <laughs> give him a call. Tell him, you know, Anthony, Tony Riggs, and you might get an additional 15 minutes free if uh, if you got Tony on the line nursing that heart back to health. So tell him I said, what's up? Good guy, Tony. Tony Rigatoni. All right. The cage fact today is really more of another update on, on the saga that is Nick Cage as opposed to just a fact of his history. So I'm sure some of you are tracking. I know some of you are tracking because you sent this to me uh, already, even though I, I saw it before all of you idiots. But Nick Cage is set to star in a new movie coming out in July, I believe it is, July of this year. 2021 called the pig. That's what it's called. I think it maybe it's just called pig. Now 
The premise of the movie Pig. Think of, think of John Wick, but instead of a dog, it's a pig. Instead of a, a nice house with a family, it's a cabin in the woods in Oregon. And instead of Keanu Reeves, it's a long-haired, bearded Nicolas Cage. Okay? Now, let me walk you through this a little bit more. Nick Cage has a best pal, a pig. It was taken from him, kidnapped, pignapped, and now he has to go confront his troubled past to find out who kidnapped his best pal, his pig, and bring her back to the compound he has in the woods of Oregon. Wild premise. Incredible potential. Instant cage classic. I think that remains to be seen, but I, I think you all know how I will feel about the movie. I am certainly going to see it as soon as I possibly can, and I'll give you the update and let you know how it goes. But um, that's that. That's the cage fact. All right. Spin the logo up right to the junction. I don't know. This might be a quick one. I know I say that every single episode, and then 45 minutes later, I'm still flapping my gills. So we'll see. Uh, I don't really have a, a huge agenda today or any sort of like script or notes of anything I really want to get off my chest, but I kind of want to talk and, and, and feed off of the previous episode, episode 61, where we talked about weddings and the main, the main thing coming out of that was uh, understanding the good of the event, the opportunities that arise from oh, from going to weddings um, that are more important and, and more beneficial to you as a human being than uh, getting all bitter and angry about uh, stupid weddings. So kind of going off of that, feeding off of that, I want to talk about taking advantage of other opportunities in your lives and seeing them as opportunities changing your brain culture, the way you think about things so that you can enjoy life more, see more opportunities, take advantage of more opportunities and see uh, and see all the good that can come out of it as opposed to just uh, you saying no and thinking and being bitter and angry like I used to be a lot. I still kind of am uh, and uh, and actually enjoy some, some things going on in your lives. So uh, again, coming up soon too. A perfect example is this: is holidays. Now we got Fourth of July coming up next week, and w- I'll I'll be meeting. I'll have the pleasure of of rendezvousing with Nikki Sticks again prior to the Fourth of July holiday. So we'll be able to talk about that possibly. Maybe we'll share some good stories about previous Fourth of Julys and what have you. Um, so I'm not going to get into for the July specifically or independence or anything like that, but it's a good example of a, a thing that could be used as an opportunity as opposed to like a roadblock to your happiness in life. Um, what I mean by that is most holidays are sort of garbage in theory. It's just uh, some excuse to do whatever, get drunk, 
be stupid, um, be guilted into buying your significant other uh, flowers or roses or chocolates or something, some shitty thing like that. Uh, at least I will admit, at least that's how I see a lot of holidays throughout the year. A lot of not all of them, obviously, but a lot of them are just excuses to be stupid. Cinco de Mayo. We have no play in Cinco de Mayo up here in America. We have no play in that. That's that is not even a holiday that we it's not even celebrating anything we have done or earned. It's some it's another country what they earned. They don't even celebrate it like we do, by the way. So that's that's a holiday I believe to be stupid, a waste of time. It's just an excuse for people to go out and get drunk and be stupid and then they can blame it on the holiday, not the fact that they're a raging alcoholic and require <laughs> require booze sustenance in the middle of a work week. We're not buying it, Kylie. You're a drunk. And I believe I've talked about this in the past, how I feel about it. But anyway, most of the holidays I see as garbage. But... As I continue to evolve this brain and my stupid noggin and start to see things as opportunities to, to show gratitude or to be a part of something special, you can, you, you can start seeing some otherwise stupid holidays for that reason. Now, do I think Independence Day is a stupid holiday? Absolutely not. And I will probably get into this with Nikki Sticks next week when we talk about it, if we talk about it. But there are many reasons why I personally love Independence Day uh, and have a problem with anybody who shits on it. But I'm talking about other holidays. Let's get off, let's get off the holidays. We don't have to talk about that. This is not what, what, what my discussion with the Junction is about today. Uh, it's about taking advantage of opportunities, creating opportunities out of what used to be nothing for you. Learning to say yes to something and and changing your mindset re I don't even know it reinvent not reinvigorating that's not the word you moron like repairing your brain to stop being so jaded and negative and to cognitively think about things as opportunities that benefit you and the others around you as opposed to what you might have been doing in the past where it's not even, you know, people ask you to hang out and you're just, I'm busy, I'm sick, I can't do it, and that's that. Instead, think about, hey, if I hang out with this person today, uh, maybe I'll get, you know, we'll have a good, deep conversation and we'll learn more about each other and we'll, and we'll get closer together. Or maybe we're going to go do something cool and I'll meet other new people that will, you know, f bring me joy and happiness in my future. Things like that. That's just an example of what I'm talking about so you don't think I'm completely off my rocker what, what the hell I'm saying tonight. That's just an example. Now, you don't need to say yes to everything, obviously, but as like I say for everything else, as you continue to improve your life, take the baby step approach. These are lifestyle updates and improvements we're talking about here. We're not talking about changing your shirt Real quick, done. New shirt. 
T-shirt, reshirt, it's done. It's new. It's, it's good to go. We're not doing that here. We are changing our lifestyles that will benefit us more, create more happiness with us individually, and therefore pushing that happiness out and, and spreading that goodness to others as well. That shit takes time. So I, we don't expect you to just start saying yes to everything like the movie with Jim Carrey, Yes Man. That's a little ridiculous. You don't have to do that. What you should try to start doing, though, is when an opportunity presents itself, get the cogs in the wheel turning, thinking critically about what the benefits of this potential opportunity could be. That's what we want to do. We want to get your brain thinking in that positive, pushing to the right sort of mindset, that sort of way, that way of thinking. So that eventually that spills over into every other aspect in your life. See what we're doing here? We're talking about each thing individually, how you can improve upon that. Because as a whole, as you improve each and every little thing in your life, it spills over into each other and you become this unbelievably positive, happy, stress-free individual, and you're just seeping positivity and good vibes out of your dirty greaseball pores, and everyone's going to eat that shit up, and they're going to love it, and they're going to be better for it too. So start seeing things as opportunities. Case in point, other example from my shitty, stupid life, WrestleMania this year. WrestleMania was not on the table for the past however many years, five, 10 years, the last time we went. Out of nowhere, the, the opportunity presented itself from the bone crusher himself. We evaluated the situation. We took advantage of the opportunity. It was an, an immensely enjoyable weekend. And you saw it too. You saw all the good stuff that came out of that weekend. That's just by us taking that as an opportunity and not just completely dismissing it. Now, I will also reveal that there is potential for another similar situation in the future this year with a SummerSlam opportunity, a WWE SummerSlam opportunity. I have to assess my work situation and see if it's possible, but the Bone Crusher once again came through to afford me this opportunity, and now I'm doing the critical analysis, wheel cog moving in the brain how you doing to see if that's a potential for more goodness in my life, his life, and potentially your lives if we get some good content out of it. So stay tuned for that. Another example of seeing something as an opportunity as opposed to a pain in the ass. This weekend coming up, so by the time you're listening to this, it'll already have, have occurred, but my... My mother, our the LPDS mother, Crazy Carol, has set up a family photo shoot with a real photographer, not just my grandfather using his Polaroid, but an actual photographer person um, who gets paid to do this shit. So that's going to be up in New Jersey. Now, if anybody knows anything about me, they know that the last thing I want to do is drive three hours, not including traffic, up to... New Jersey to dress up like a goddamn idiot to sit and take these fake 
bullshit, stupid photos. They're going to be way out of hand because it's never going to be as easy as taking some photos, smiling, laughing, and be done with it. This will be a several-hour process. My mom will at least hit me one time, at least. We got the the my niece and nephew are going to be involved in the mix, so that's going to be utter chaos. So on the surface... Old Libretti, historical Libretti would be absolutely miserable throughout this and would find any way possible to get out of this this garbage situation. However, new Libretti sees it as an opportunity to not only see my niece and nephew again, even though they don't appreciate me or, or care anymore right now. They're stupid kids. I get it. Understandable. But it's another opportunity to see Nikki Sticks to see my sister and brother-in-law, to see my parents, my parents' dog, to get back home to family, as opposed to sitting here in the compound by myself watching Gilmore Girls like a sad sack of shit as my plants get their tan inside and and I'm just a, a mess. Listen to that listen to that picture I just painted. Think about that for a second. Get that image locked in your brain. That's what old historical Libretti would have been doing this weekend. And I would have been happy or perceived to be happy because I didn't have to do the bullshit photo shoot. But now new and improved Libretti is taking advantage, going to enjoy some more time with the family. I guarantee you I will get at least gas money and leftover home-cooked meals out of it, so which is always exciting. Anytime you can come back from a family visit with home-cooked macaroni or sausage and peppers or meatballs or pizza cane or anything like that, that's a good weekend. I don't care how many times I get hit by my parents as a grown-ass man. I will take the beatings for the meatballs. Another example for you guys. My sister has a birthday coming up. I'm not going to reveal the exact date, but she has a birthday coming up in a few weeks and got these tickets to some Van Gogh painting exhibit. I actually have no idea what the hell the exhibit is, what is if it's his artwork or if it's some sort of like uh, guy dressing up as Van Gogh to talk to us and pretending he's, he's like a reenactor or what it is, but she got tickets. She asked me and my brother, Nikki Sticks, to go with her in the middle of a work week sometime in the near future. Now, once again, historical Libretti, not going. Absolutely not. You want me to take off work, take leave, burn my leave days, my hard-earned days off to drive up there to go watch some guy pretend he has one ear and, and, and paint on a board for us? I don't think so. Forget about it. But New Age Libretti, different story, making it happen, going to go up, have a good time with my siblings. I think it's in New York City, actually, so we might get some good New York City content. There's always characters up there to film and exploit for entertainment purposes, so we may actually have a good time doing that as well, so stay tuned for that. But once again, going back to seizing an opportunity, seeing it as a good opportunity and taking advantage of it if able. So, very excited to see how that all shakes out. What I'm actually surprisingly excited about, and I had this conversation with the Sticks, 
is how these photos in this family photo are going to turn out. And if we're going to get some some actual content gold, some LPDS gold to bring back to you guys to the junction. I was actually thinking about, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I might wear a shirt that's got a pocket on the chest so that I can hide my phone in there, put the phone in there and have it record because there's nothing better than than pure, unadulterated, unfettered, libretti family footage. It can't be. It can't be. Uh, you know, pre-planned, uh, like we do with the uh, LPDS episodes. Like when my brother comes on, he knows he's coming on. He knows he's on camera. It's a different story. But we got to get, uh, you know, unfettered footage. I'm, I'm trying to think of the phrase that, t- that they use. Not ad hoc but undercover footage, maybe. I don't know. I'll think about it. And I'll put it in the comments and get back to you what, I, what the hell I'm talking about. But I'm going to try to do that for the photos, for the photo shoot, because that's going to be mayhem. Uh, and it's actually going to be an enjoyable experience for me because there's nothing I enjoy more in life these days than other people losing their shit over stupid things. And I know that will inevitably happen this coming weekend when we do the photo shoot, because we're doing it in several locations, by the way, we're doing it at my parents' house at the crazy Carol compound. Then we're shooting over to the boardwalk on the lake that they live near in public, in society and doing pictures there. We're doing a libretti family photo shoot in public, like a bunch of idiots. It's going to be gold. There is no more rich content that you were going to get that Libretti family photo shoot content in a public venue. So stay tuned for that. What The big thing here, though, folks, as we, as we tie it all together, as we try to do every, every damn week and every damn topic, is seeing things for the positive that they could potentially be. Seeing things as opportunities to grow and experience new new experiences, new things, learning something, spending time with somebody you value, taking the time to do that, getting your brain to think about all new asks and requests and favors as potential opportunities that will benefit you and those around you as opposed to hindrances on your lives. I've spent too much time in my life seeing things as as burdens and problems and pains in the asses to me instead of seeing them as opportunities to take advantage of so that I can learn and grow and adapt. It all goes back to the to the big three. This is a this is a these are ways that you can show gratitude towards people who see you as important and they want to hang out with you or do something with you. Instead of seeing that as a burden, you can show your gratitude for them that they value you by actually going to do the thing with them, even if it's just hanging out watching TV. Now, I know some of you are, are thinking like, 
why would I do that when, when I know there's going to be a lot, of more, a lot more times where things don't work out because historically they haven't worked out and I don't want to deal with the, with the pain or anguish of something going awry and not working out in that regard. I get it. Sometimes shit is not going to work out. I'll give you an example. Se several years ago, I was on the dating scene, the online dating scene, which is a separate conversation in and of itself. It's a wild time out there. It's, it's the wild west of dating. Uh, we'll talk about that some other time. But I, I contacted, I got in touch with some, some gal on a, on a dating site. We did our standard how you doings back and forth, and we set up a time to actually meet for a first date. Now, again, years ago, I, I didn't have the, uh, the wherewithal to know what I was getting into when it comes to meeting people for first dates, essentially blind dates from online uh, suitors and all that, how that works and what you should and shouldn't do to prepare for that. But I did the standard, let me make a reservation at a place so that we could go to dinner and do this, the standard dinner first date where we're looking at each other. It's very awkward and stiff and tense and you're interviewing each other back and forth. What do you like? What do you not like? What do you do for work? What is your family like? What's your problem? All that shit. I didn't know then that that was really not the way to go when you're dealing with first dates online. But regardless, that's what I did. I took that opportunity. I saw it. I ran with it. I get to this place. I am in contact with the person all the way up until I actually get to the physical location. I get in there. I tell the person I have a reservation. Uh, somebody should be here already for, to meet me. No, nope, they're, they're not there yet. So I go sit down. 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes go by. Nobody shows up. Nobody. Now I'm sitting here with my dick in my hand, essentially, looking like an asshole. It's a restaurant, mind you. It's a small restaurant. Nobody goes there solo to eat. It's just not how, that's not, not, not the place for that. This, is, this place is open for dates. It's specifically for couples, for dates, anniversaries, birthdays, anybody who's more than a party of one. So everybody knew what was going on. And the wait staff was, was respectful. They came and said, hey, are you still waiting? I said, no. Clearly, I was stood up. So I'm just going to order food instead of just leave like a complete asshole. I'm going to tough it out and eat. I'll, I'll, or give me the duck. Give me, I want, I want the duck. Give me the duck that you have on the special menu. That's what I want. I want to eat my duck in peace with my tail between my legs. Now, this at the time was a terrible feeling and an opportunity that really went awry. This is a time when I, I saw something as an opportunity to benefit myself and maybe others, and it really backfired on me. And I'm not blaming this chick at all. She, who knows? I never talked to her again, uh, clearly. Uh, but I don't blame her at all. I, I just got worked, essentially. Okay? And I got embarrassed. I felt like, like such utter, utter trash. I had no heartbreak heroes to help hype me back up to, to heart health. So I had to deal with it. I took that, though. I took that failed opportunity and instead of sulking and becoming jaded like I usually do 
and and write off first dates altogether. I w- old Libretti, historical Libretti would have never gone on a first date again. Would have been like, this sucks. I don't want to feel like this anymore. I'm just never going to do it again. And that'll be, that'll be that. But new and improved Libretti took that failed opportunity as another opportunity to learn and grow. And like I always like to say, to adapt or die. So instead of sulking and being pissed and thinking dating sucks, I just adjusted my tactics a little bit. I saw it as a learning opportunity. I adapted my tactics, my TTPs, so that I would not put myself in that position again, even if I were to be bailed on or stood up. I would have ways to protect myself from that without having to cancel first dates for the rest of my life. And that's what you do. You, you constantly see things as opportunities. Every opportunity is a chance for good, positive outcomes or learning so that you can prepare yourself for future good, positive outcomes. See each thing as an opportunity and see each opportunity as an additional opportunity to learn, grow, be happy, and spread that, spread that goodness, to con- you know, make that goodness to con- contagious. Contagious, Libretti. Get your shit figured out. So if you think, if you're worried about a potential opportunity going awry on you or going to end poorly, Don't necessarily rule it out altogether. Assess the situation. Use the critically thinking brain that we are building here on the LPDS for each and every one of you to see how you can learn and grow regardless of the situation, regardless of the odds that it might be an utter failure. So that even if you are sitting in the mini golf parking lot waiting for your first date who's spaced out and is now no longer coming on the first date, you don't see that as a terrible experience that you never want to deal with again. So you're right. You never do first dates again. See it as an opportunity to adjust fires, change TTPs, learn, adapt, or die so that you can continue seeing things as opportunities for you to take advantage of as opposed to burdens in your lives. And that's really the main thing. The main point I'm trying to make here is that we are trying to remove and minimize the negative bullshit in our lives and to control the controllables in that, in that regard. So by seeing things for the positive... And as opportunities, you are now working to remove that prior burden in your life because now it's not a burden anymore. Now it's not a stressor. It's a positive opportunity. It's an opportunity for for good experiences in your lives. That's what we're trying to get at, folks. You want to be happier. These are the keys. This is not, this is not the, the magic the magic serum to make you happy instantly. We are piecemealing this. We got to do baby steps. And this is one of those baby steps. And that's all I got for today. 
I don't know how long I've been blabbering on, but we'll cut it there. We'll continue the lessons in the future. But before we go, we got to bring it on home together again with the big three. And you, I know you all know who, what they are, but for those of you just getting into the LPDS community, welcome. First of all, welcome. And the big three, I'll explain them out again, to be a better, happier, less stressful person in your life and to bring that goodness and positivity to others. Number one, exercise every day. One of the easiest things you can do because exercise is literally as simple as taking one step forward, putting one foot in front of the other. That's what I'm trying to say. You fool me, you can't get fooled again. Putting one foot in front of the other, going for a walk after a meal, doing jumping jacks while you're watching the office. Sit-ups, push-ups, anything. You could do it inside. You can do it outside. You could do it for an hour. You could do it for five minutes. Any sort of exercise, any sort of physical activity that gets your heart rate up, that gets your body moving, do it every day pretty much. You can have rest days. We already talked about the nuance there, the caveats there. But exercise every day. It'll, it'll get the endorphins surging through your body. That goodness surging through, you're pumping through your, your, your veins and through your heart and all the other arteries and how you're doing in there. And you'll end up feeling better physically, mentally, and emotionally. You'll get healthier in all three of those aspects. So exercise every day, number one. Number two is really don't be a shitty person. Think of others as human beings before you go and trash them. And really, as you know, we're talking mainly about the internet trolling and being pieces of shit and text message tough guys and keyboard cowboys and whatever other name you want to call it on social media when you're able to just directly shit talk somebody who's a celebrity, a politician, a, a, an athlete, a world leader, whatever they are. Social media gives you the ability to directly shit talk them and harass them and troll them and be negative. But it, it also makes it easy to forget that on the other side of that Instagram profile is a human being with a heart and feelings and emotions and shit that they're dealing with in their lives and it's entire existences that you know nothing about besides what is on their publicly facing social media profiles. Think about that. Think about how you feel when a complete stranger out of nowhere who has zero context, no knowledge of you whatsoever, comes at you on the internet and just completely trashes you, says some of the shittiest things you ever heard in your life. It came from a complete stranger who knows nothing about you. Think about how you feel when that happens. Now, remember that before you go out and text message tough guy, some stranger on the other end. So number two, don't be a shitty person. Number three, the most important one, the one that we're able to almost go back every single previous topic of, of recent episodes has all been able to tie back into number three to be 
thankful and grateful for all the good in your lives. Genuinely thankful and grateful. Understanding that you have this good, that you have this life that's filled with good, the roof over your head, the food on your table, the toilet in your bathroom, all that good stuff to be genuinely thankful and grateful for that and for the people in your lives. And when the opportunities arise to go show the gratitude for having those people in your lives, when they ask you to hang out or do something, even if you think you don't want to do it initially, you're too tired. I'll see him tomorrow. Remember how important they are in your lives. Get the brain bites going again, the cogs in the, in the machine going again to see this as an opportunity to show that gratitude and take advantage of that opportunity. Because there's no worse feeling, no worse feeling than the feeling of regret that just weighs down on you when you realize you had an opportunity to hang out with somebody important or to see somebody or just even speak with them on the phone one more time and, the, and they're gone now. The opportunities are no longer existent. That's the worst feeling. So if the person is really that important to you, if the item is important, whatever it is, all that good and positivity in your lives, show the appreciation, show the gratitude you have for that by taking care of your house, going to see your family, hanging out with your friends, calling your friends, seeing how they're doing. That's how you show that gratitude. Don't just say it. You have to... You have to you have to proliferate that. You have to show it. Don't talk about it. Be about it. That's another thing we say a lot here. Be thankful and grateful genuinely for all that good shit in your lives. I'm genuinely thankful and grateful for you guys every single week. I say it every single week. I mean it every single week. You guys are awesome. I really I, I appreciate the support. It's unbelievable. The the diehard ride or die fan base we have on the show, even though, uh, again, on paper, on the surface, it looks just like a small group of 40 to 80, 80 people tuning in every week. But to me, that's the world. That's the LPDS universe right there. The Jabroni Junction. That's you guys. And I couldn't be more thankful and grateful for that. I wish there was more ways I could show it to you to show my gratitude for your support. I'll figure it out. We'll find ways to make it happen. I'll see this as an opportunity to find ways to show how grateful and thankful I am for you guys. Thank you again. I love you all. Stay strong.